Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. and welcome to the Rising Star Project. Uh, my name is Angel Quintana and today I have the beautiful Lonnie Corbett and I believe you're in the, is it, are you in the, uh, Australia? Yes, I am. Australia and we're going to be talking about her higher calling. So if you are in the very infancy stages of building your business and kind of figuring out what the heck it's going to be, uh, listen up because we're probably going to dive down some rabbit holes together and hopefully we all just um, come out with some breakthroughs. So let's get started. So, okay, so I pulled your chart, Lonnie, and okay. you've got a whole lot of Libra in you. Yes, uh, I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel this. Wow. Okay, and then, okay, so let's just start from the, with the three main signs. So we've got your sun in Libra, you've got mm-hmm. your rising sign in Taurus, and you've got your moon in uh, Cancer. So yes. we're going to start there. Then we're going to go into looking at some of the, the challenges uh, in your chart as it pertains to business. So firstly, I always like to think of the sun as how you see yourself. So, you know, deep down, like we really like, I don't know if you do, but we, deep down, you really resonate with Venus, you know, the goddess of love, uh, yes, for harmony, sure. visual appeal, yeah. you know, all my Libra, like all my Libra friends are like my little fashionista friends. Like they have <laughs> all these cool ideas are really creative. I, so you see yourself as that. The interesting thing, super interesting is that your rising sign is in Taurus and that's actually how others see you. So oh. you see yourself as this, you know, Libra, Venus, goddess of love, all that stuff. And then they're seeing you as Taurus, which is very successful, 
Um, uh, the, the thing that's kind of interesting though is the correlation is both Taurus and Libra are ruled by the planet Venus. So they okay. still see you as like, they see the luxury, they see the beauty, they see all that stuff, but the, there's a hard, there's kind of like a, a hard edge that Libra doesn't have that Taurus does. So there oh, is uh, like, like the, the horns, like they're going to take the project by the horns. You know, they, mm. still, they still have those tendencies. Like I'm going to work really hard, but I actually still want to be like really lazy too. So, <laughs> so there's still that like com creature of comfort, if you will. So mm. when people see you as Taurus, it's, I like to think of it as that because I have a lot of Taurus clients and they're like, they're the people that you want to, you, you turn to when times are tough because yeah. Taurus is, is strong. They're like, mm. I feel like of the Zodiac, they put on the strong front more than anybody. Like they, you're, they're the person you're going to call when you've had a breakup. Cause they're going to be like, come on, let's go. We'll go book a vacation. Yeah. And we're we're going to get you out of this thing. Cause like they want to like, they want to make you feel better. So it's yeah, very interesting so that you true. have, that's how people are seeing you. Wow. That makes, makes sense. Wow. I really want to lean on you. Even, yeah. That makes a lot of sense now. Cause I didn't really realize that what my rising was in Taurus. Wow. Okay. And then, okay. So then you have your moon in cancer, which is where all of the, uh, I guess all of the fluidity goes. So like uh, your, your moon represents your emotions. So you've probably heard people do like full moon rituals and new moon rituals and all those things like mm -hmm. the phases of the moon. You actually might want to follow that because cancer is very intuitive. Um, they're, they're yes. basically, they are the mother of the zodiac. So it's interesting that you that people see you as Taurus, which is the bull. They're going to lean on you, but then there's this nurturer. You know, there's this mm -hmm. this mother. Um, I like to think of Cancer also as like community, even though they love to like resort into their um, you know shell at times. But they actually <laughs> like to make it things homey. You know, so yeah. I don't know if you have a community around what it is that you're doing or you're th you want to have one, but with cancer mm. in your moon sign, I would be very strong to um, recommend um, creating yeah. community. And maybe it has something to do with the moon. Um, that's just an idea, but cancer is really like homey. You know, let's talk about how we feel. Um, there is some privacy. Yeah. <laughs> they're very private. Um, <clears throat> So, and with the Taurus there, you've really got a good yin and yang there. You've really got some strength and you've got, you've got the mother and father almost, you know? Uh, yeah. so there's a good yin and yang there. There's a good masculine feminine balance there. And then that's kind of ironic since your son is in Libra, which, you know, the symbol is the balancing scales. So there's <laughs> an interesting combination there of water, air, and uh, earth. So earth, yeah. um, tell me a little bit about the business you want to create or just, you know, just some information that I, we can go off of. And then what's the big okay. struggle around it? Okay. Okay, good. So I feel like I'm really at the start. So I have an idea of kind of what I feel like I'm guided to do. So I started with coaching um, and I feel like I want to be in the way of helping creatives and just people in general. So I know it's more towards creatives, but um, that's kind of like the starting for me at the moment. And I'm going and learning different modalities of healing. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. So, <clears throat> so we're clear here. 
you want to yes. you want to serve creatives. I know you even mentioned um, something about musicians and artists. So Correct. is it I'm just, from your chart? Is it is it from a stance of helping them, you know, build their art? Or is it more yes. around healing some of the things that are preventing them from creating their art? Well, I think, of course, Libra, a little bit of both. <laughs> yes. So what's the big problem that they're having? Like if they're, if you're going to try to pinpoint, like what's really keeping this artist or creative or musician up at night, that's really bothering them that they feel like they want to know more information around so they can heal that part of it. I guess it's, I guess what I comes to me just straight off is um, to continue with their creativity. So more the blocks that might stop them from being able to continue to have that resource. And why does that matter to them? Why is creating their art so important? For them to put out their voice or their message. Um, that's important to share with others. Their so gifts. Is it like a, it's like an identity thing. So like it's part of like who they are. Like if they it's part of who they are. Yeah. They don't create their art. It's almost like something's wrong. Exactly. So are you an artist? Um, I feel like maybe in a past life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, I, and, but no, I, I've, I've dabbled in, I, I think when I was little and they always say, you know, what did you love to do when you were little? I love to sing. I love to, um, I tried different musical instruments, but my parents were like, no, that's not going to get you anywhere. Um, but I always, I always have been around artists and musicians my whole life, I would say, in different avenues. So I feel like it is always kind of resonated with me. Interesting. Well, I'm just trying to, it's from a standpoint of, of this creative musician artist person wanting yeah. to reach out and, you know, purchase workshops or work with you one-on-one. -on -one. I'm trying to find the big, the big dangling root of like why they're going to spend money on that. And I think exactly. that's where we probably should focus this um, session on because if we don't have anything to sell, we don't have a business. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Oh. And that's what I feel like spirits given me like, you know what I mean? Kind of an idea. And I'm like, so where am I going with this? <laughs> yeah. So let's take a look at a few more, more aspects here. Okay. So okay. you have your midheaven. That's your 10th house uh, ruled yes. by Aquarius, which is pretty interesting because Aquarius is like the visionaries of the Zodiac. They've got, they're right. always on the go. They're, they're very active like up in the crown chakra, like up in the, a lot of ideas, a lot of like just intelligence, just a lot of information. And when you have that ruling your 10th house of your life work, so it's like you have, I would say there's maybe just from looking at Aquarius that there's a few other things outside of just the creative, the artist, the musician, the spirituality. Mm -hmm. There's some, there's a few other things that um, okay. we need to combine um, to really have that visionary brand, which is what Aquarius would want for you. Okay. So what else do I not know? Because I'm sure I don't know lots because we've only been talking for like 11 <laughs> minutes. What else do I need to know about your gifts? Well, I think the other thing that came out recently 
um, in the way of the healing modalities is I found out that I used to do sound healing in other timelines. And I was really connected to, I've been, I've been realizing that I've been doing like fine going to different people with different sound healing for myself um, before I heard about that. So that was really interesting. I don't know if that helps. Okay. Well, okay. So sound healing is one modality. Um, mm -hmm. The artist part, I mean, if I see Libra there, I'm already thinking of like beautiful things. Like I'm going to track them either with, you know, beautiful images with um, thoughtful, um, I don't know, thoughtful ways of uh, enhancing your life and your space. You know, I think of interior mm -hmm. design when I think of Libra, but when I think of uh, Aquarius and your life's path, it's like, I want to blend who you see you are, you know, who you, who you see yourself as, and then mm -hmm. what the life path is. So I'm going to look at now the 12th house and just kind of, we're going to start commingling all these. So you've got your 12th okay. house, which is your house of karmic debts which is ruled by Aries. Now I normally business people would not look at the 12th house. I like to look at the 12th house because I'm okay. a firm believer that the person you're meant to serve is, is part of you working out your own karmic debts. So you're here on okay. this planet serving them to help you work through your karmic debts. So okay, that's that ruled sense. by Aries and Aries is obviously the first sign of the Zodiac. They're okay. all about new ideas. You know, they're not necessarily the implementing the ideas. They're the ones with all the, the good ideas and they have that fire and that passion. And um, they also are the nurturers. So you've got the Cancer and Aries are both nurturing signs. But Aries mm -hmm. is like a kick in the pants. You know, it's like they, we want to get it going. Like there's like an impatience there. So yeah. when I see this in your 12th house, um, it's like they want to, one of your karmic debts is kind of like, not to slow down, but to appreciate the process. Mm, and so uh, yeah. And so when I, it's like, there's a lot of mixing of signs here. So it's like, we got fire of like, you know, <laughs> slow down and all this freaking passion. But then we've got Aquarius is like, no, let's get on with the show. Like oh, so many goodness. crazy ideas. And then, you know, people, people see you as the rock. So what, what it's like, what's underneath the surface is like, there's a lot of activity, but you, yes, for some reason correct. you're able to portray a very calm and strong and dignified and methodical figure, despite mm -hmm. all of these, you know, a lot of air, like Aquarius, you have all this Libra, there's a lot of air and normally mm -hmm. air signs, they have the hardest time finding their purpose because mm. they're too like Gemini's air sign, Libra, Aquarius. They have all these ideas. It's like they're all kind of stuck yeah. up here in the clouds, like, and they cannot ground it. So we're going to have mm. to lean on. Let's see what the, uh, okay. So you have your North node in cancer. Yeah. Okay. So those, this is where your challenge is. Okay. And then you have your, mm -hmm. your um, South node in Capricorn. Well, if there's any node that I think would be beneficial for anybody, it would be um, to have your South node in Capricorn because Capricorn is going to make it successful because they'll never give up. So yeah. I would just at least <laughs> like to rest assured whatever you're feeling about your chart right now is that your yeah. South node being you know in Capricorn 
no matter what, it's going to be successful. We just got to take the, all this air and really organize it so that you yeah. don't feel chaotic and that therefore the person receiving it doesn't feel like it's chaotic. Mm. So the challenge yeah, is going to be the North Node, which is Cancer. So you have your moon in Cancer. So there's something there in Cancer that needs your attention. It needs your nurturing. It needs you to, and that's why I keep seeing the word community like pop up into my brain when I'm seeing this. Mm. And I'm really, I don't know if that's, is that challenging for you? Like, do you have a community? Yes, for sure. It is? No. No, yes, 100%. No, I don't, that, so that's my other thing is, is that um, where I'm at at the moment, I don't have that and I kind of, I've been trying to have that, but I still feel very transient. So even though I've lived here in Australia for now almost eight years, I feel pulled to go back to America. And that's where the whole community thing, I feel like when I try to do that here, I feel like it just doesn't come together. So I don't know. What about doing <laughs> it online? I, I know that's what I, that's what I've been feel like. Yeah, definitely. I've been pointed toward that. So I've been trying to do better with that. I'm not really good with that at the moment. Got it. Okay. So because I'm big... very, you know, face to face at times. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So cancer is going to continue to challenge you to at this point, nurture, whatever that looks like, whatever the word community okay. means, if that means person, if yeah. it means one-on-one, -on -one, something's like, even if it's you giving like one-on-one, -on -one, like, you know, 30 minute session, something where you start to, um, you start to position yourself as a leader because that's what Aquarius wants yeah. you to do. Your, your life's purpose is I'm an, I'm a leader. Like Aquarius hands down so is true. the visionary. I'm going to make it happen. And your South node is in Capricorn. Yeah. They're going to make it materialize it. So there's okay. not a lot of conflict there, but there is yeah. in like some of the more feminine stuff, which is interesting because I'm like hearing your voice and I'm really feeling <laughs> this like, beautiful Libra feminine thing, but then you've got the, the challenging aspects of your North node and cancer, which is interesting. And then you've also, okay, so I'm going to take it one step further. So you've got okay. Saturn in Libra. So I always talk about Saturn. I'm actually ruled by Saturn. I am Capricorn. So Saturn is kind oh, okay. of, Saturn's like a, he's a little crack the whip kind of, kind of guy. <laughs> and, he's, and a lot of people don't like him. So I like to bring him up when I do a reading because he's, he's going to show you, he's going to give, no, he's going to give you a hard time until you make this a priority. So okay. Saturn mm -hmm. is um, ruling Libra. So he's basically going to give you a hard time until you find balance. He's going to give mm -hmm. until you start making it a, a, a um, a priority, right? A yeah. priority to, to, um, you know, harness your own creativity. I think it's very interesting that you want to target these creatives, but there's something that you haven't honed in on yourself and your creative ability. I think it's really interesting because that's why I started doing singing classes again or singing lessons. So yeah, no, it's true. No, no, no. I agree with that. Cause I've always done like different creative things, but yeah, that's what I um, started doing a little, a little while ago. Yeah. 
So I'm sure, okay, so the process of creativity, everybody has a process, like whether you play an instrument or you paint or whatever. I mean, when you say like artists and musicians, like for me now that I'm hearing that you're taking singing lessons, now I'm just feeling like, why is it all three of them and not musicians? I agree. You know what I mean? Like, so focusing. Ah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I'll just tell you a little story. So I had a client, she's a harpist and uh-huh. you know, we've been working together for years and you know, she, at first it was like helping people with their music. And then she's like, what? Yeah. I'm like, just help people with the harp. Like, she's like, oh. yeah. so she really branded herself as like this, you know, amazing harpist and helping people like who are really into the harp, whether they're new or advanced or whatever. And she had this whole system and created this brand just around that. So if like music, yeah. if there's something about music and you sure. sing or there might be something in, like I have another client who, um, who helps people with fine art and she's a painter mm. and she only targets people that are fine artists. So that's her area of expertise. So I, I wonder if I really well, think that's true. Yeah, I don't know why I tried to make it so broad. Yeah. When you said that, that just made sense. I don't know why I tried to make it so broad. I mean, there's no shortage of people <laughs> that are, you know, musicians <laughs> or whatever. I mean, in fact, I mean, I swear yeah. because I just had a reading right before you and she had like a pretty yeah. hard chart. I'm like, wow, like your higher calling is like, whoa, like only certain people are going to be able to take that on. And now I'm here talking to you and I'm thinking yeah. about the music industry and I'm just thinking about how screwed up it is. And mm. but there's, when yeah. things kind of screwed up or there's not someone kind of leading the way and kind of finding like a solution that means obviously there's a gap in the market you know and it's really up to Mm. you if you're going to take this on to really figure out you know what your method is you know yes Mm. you're serving them like but is it is it through healing or is it about them making money is it a combination of both is it about you know um just uh finding more ways to be more creative uh, is it an outlet? I mean, I think that's the bigger question here is like, yeah, what are you going to, what part of their creative process in music are you going to help them with? I think the thing that just has always kind of come up for me when it comes to this is just that balance because normally with musicians, it's like their livelihood and their art is always, um, is always at a, now I just forgot the word I was looking for, like always going against, do you know what I mean? Yep. How they take care of themselves, how they feel, and then the business aspect of it is wanting something different or, you know, causing them to to have to give something up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's finding that balance and being able to help them steer through that, you know what I mean? Okay, so let's just take that sentence and let's really make it sharp. So, you know. Oh, yes, please. Please yeah, do. So, <laughs> With all my air, please do. <laughs> yeah, say it again. So you want to, so I heard the word balance, which was already perfect for Libra. So say, just yeah. tell me again what, it, what you just said. Um, so helping them find balance between them as an artist and them as a business person because most of the time they're going in it as a self you know what I mean like their own business and I think the ones I really love are the indie the smaller artists 
I absolutely love them. So I think that's what I've always kind of felt drawn toward. Okay. So why can't that be the urgent problem you solve? I help musicians find the balance, who are struggling to find the balance between the act of making their art and monetizing it or or the business of it. Yeah. Okay. So if that, so if this, this is the whole, this is the whole secret. Like if you can figure out, you know, the problem that you solve, the very next question that somebody wants to ask you is, well, how do you do that? So if you, so right when I see that, I'm like, oh, you're going to help the person find the balance between making their art and, and the business of the art. I'm already going, well, how do you do that? Like I'm very, yeah, I'm exactly. all here. So the next yeah. step, you know, whether you fine tune that one sentence, but finding the balance, remember, and the thing that's so cool is that they're, again, they're leaning, they're seeing you as tourists. So they're kind of like leaning on you a little bit. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. don't know. And you're so strong and you seem to have like this presence even in your own business. And I kind of want some of that magic. So they're already like all ears and they have some trust built from, from the tourists. So now it's like, okay, well, let's explore. You know, we've got a good like, you know, seven minutes here. Let's explore what are the steps that you would take, you know, imagine a, an, an invisible purse sitting right to the left, left of you. Now open okay. the purse and inside that purse is a whole bunch of different things. Okay, these are your gifts. Okay. These are all the things that, you know, light you up inside. All the things that you were brought to this world to use to help you work through your karmic debt, um, to help you nurture and create community. There's all these little things. What's in the purse? Wow. Gift-wise for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um... And don't even worry if you think that they don't solve the musician's problem. We're not even talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going there. Okay, we're not going there. Okay, cool. So strength. Um, What else do I want? Connection. Feeling. Empathy. Um... Yeah, leader, passion, drive. Okay, so let's just start there because okay. there's some really juicy ones in there. So okay. <laughs> now I want to think about the musician because the musician has its down day, right? Like, oh, mm. my girlfriend and I just got in a fight. Or, oh, I was, I, we just broke up. Or that, whatever drama that is fueling whatever, maybe their next creative song, whether it's whatever. Mm. So, but there's some, you know, there's something very, you know, there's something very, obviously there's something very emotional about being a musician. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have them, like you've seen it on like American Idol. They're like, if we can't feel the emotion, if you're not connecting to the words that we don't believe you. Exactly. And you know what I'm saying? So if there's almost this process of like, how do I, how do you connect to your music? So I believe you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not tangible. Like it's kind of like the, the problem that you're solving is like, you know, it's not esoteric, but there's definitely like that emotional, I don't want to say healing, but there's definitely like, a, like the connection that you're able to, to connect to yourself 
is going to enhance mm-hmm. how good of a singer you are. Exactly, for sure. Yeah. So, and as you grow as a person, then your music grows. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So there, I think the one, so if we were going to create steps, and this would obviously be very loose because we're like doing it quickly, but like step yeah. number one <laughs> is like, you know, where do you draw your, you know, your creativity to, to create music? You know, and then it's like, what exactly. is that process for them? And then it's like, okay, well, do you, how do you connect to your emotions so that yep. you know, it's believable? And then how do you, how do you take those emotions and actually, you know, connect to them all and then actually produce the song, the risk, exactly. whatever. And then it's like, okay, well now we've got the song, right? We've got the piece mm-hmm. of music. What do I do with it now? So now there comes this process where it's like, well, now you're going to have to be, you're going to have to treat it like a business, right? Mm. You're going to have to treat it like, you know, no one's going to sell my stuff for me. I've got to go out and make it known, whether that's, I don't know, start a YouTube channel, if it's find an agent. I don't know. I don't know that world, but there's got to be a plan. (laughs) I don't either. Yeah, exactly. So now you've already seen, there's already like four steps in there. So then you yeah. ask yourself, okay, I help indie musicians. I'm just making this up. I help yeah. indie cool. musicians <laughs> who struggle with finding the balance between making their art and turning it into their business, right? And then you're mm-hmm. like, okay. And obviously the problem that it really solves is like, how do I live out? How do I make money from my life, from my gift? How do I make money from my gift? Yeah. How do I make money yeah. from, my, from my music? That's it. How to make money for my music because I know the industry is corrupt, but I also know that I have resources like the internet that give me some personal power. Exactly. Yeah. To leverage these outlets, these social networks to really be okay with self-promotion. You know, I think that goes mm-hmm. back to the business part of you having passion and drive and leadership and really harnessing and sculpting them into being okay with self-promotion, mm-hmm. putting themselves out there online. Because I think that's the thing. I think that a lot of musicians, we, they leaned on getting an agent, you know, unless there was what, like, who's the guy, the white stripes, what's his name? Oh yeah, um, Jack. Um, yeah, Jack White. I, yeah, Jack White. Thanks. So he just started his own. Like he was the entrepreneur of the. And same thing with Mick Jagger for Rolling Stones. He was the exactly. entrepreneur in the band. Yeah. So it, unless you have one of those, and sometimes they don't, then they go and they just you know find a label or whatever if they can even find one. But it's almost like mm. it's even the ones that had the entrepreneur in there. It's like, that was the key. And you've even seen like exactly. amazing bands, amazing artists break up because someone couldn't hold their shit together, you know? Exactly. So there is a lot of just, there's personal development, but there's also like, mm. if you really want to do this, like you told me, I'm like speaking to, like if I'm speaking yeah. to a client, you, yeah, you told course. me that you want to find the balance between making your art and making money from it. And now you're saying that you won't promote yourself. Well, how that's contradicting what you just said you wanted the problem solved. Yeah, exactly. So that's where this now we bring in healing. Now we bring in the yeah. sound healing bowls. Yeah. 
Wow. It's beautiful. So it's utilized. It I think that you'll realize even at, far after you listen to the replay of this, or whatever, <laughs> there's a lot of other yeah. gifts in there. Like there's the sound healing bowls, there's your singing, there's your drive and passion. But I think you could get even much more specific of the modalities and the just in the strategies or the t technicalities of how you'll get them to yeah. not only connect to their emotions so they're a better artist, but also being able to flip that off for a second and find the balance of being the business owner of that art. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving it. Yes, yes, all of it's, it's resonating. it's kind of like you're not selling, like you're gonna teach them how to make a million dollars. That's kind no, of- No, no. It's like, it's, a, it's very, it's about autonomy. Like you're actually teaching them autonomy. This is how you're gonna stand on your own two feet as an artist and make money from it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. And I don't know how many people are doing it like that because there's a lot of people like teaching guitar, um, mm -hmm. you know, teaching music lessons, but there, I don't, I can't think of someone, you might want to do some your own research on this of like, who's connecting the dots between the yin and the yang. Between the masculine I have, and feminine. Yeah, I have, but I hadn't seen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I wasn't sure about my ideas because, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like on both ends of the spectrum, but you've really helped me. Yeah, yeah. And even just like, like I, I actually follow some of these people, but like on, on you, um, YouTube is my favorite social channel. So on, on YouTube, like I'll find these channels of these people, like a lot of them do covers but they have like the most mm -hmm. unique voice. You know, a lot of them play guitar or whatever and they'll just sing and they have this channel. And I'm sure at some point like that's kind of their business strategy is hopefully one day like they'll get discovered on YouTube. Um, but there's a lot of other, uh, other things that are a little bit more proactive mm -hmm. outside of just like putting my, my song up on YouTube. And I think that could yeah. also be, I mean, depending on what's in your purse, your toolbox of just exactly. like getting more out there. And I think that's where the spiritual part of um, your work comes in of just like, you know, this tap, like getting to know them themselves on a spiritual level so that it doesn't feel scary to self promote, but it also feels really good to write those, that music because they, they really balance that, that spirituality within themselves. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So I'd be curious to, I would love to, you know, follow up with you and see like how this transpires. I think, I think writing out the problem you solve and the steps of yeah. how you would help them solve it would be the mm -hmm. very first step. If you could do that, then it, you at least have one product, you have a program and you could yep. just start with one program because now you have a business because now you have something to sell. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's amazing. So good working with you. <laughs> Yay! And we did it in 33 minutes. <laughs> How is that possible? How is that possible? You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the goal. We needed to have a breakthrough and, you know. Oh, we definitely did. You've got something powerful here. I think you've got interesting planet alignments. And I, with all that Libra, I would have the word balance somewhere all over the place. Like we're balancing yeah. both. It's not like one or the other. It's both. It's both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. Wow. Thank you.
<laughs> awesome, girl. Well, so lovely to connect. I hope that yes. you who are listening to this podcast that you gain insight around your own higher calling. Maybe you're now thinking about what's in your purse. What is in that toolkit that's differentiating you? And most importantly, what problem are you here to solve? So I think, Lonnie, thank you so much for being our muse today. I'm so grateful to meet you. I look forward to having future conversations with you and to follow up with you and the success of your spiritual coaching business for musicians. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Angel. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rising Star Project with Lonnie, where we discussed what her higher calling was. So in just 30 minutes, we were able to fine tune her niche, which is discovering her specialty. We talked about her step-by-step -step signature system, and then we figured out what that product would be, that it would actually turn her gifts into a business, because without a product, there's nothing to sell, and if there's nothing to sell, there's not a business. So you can tell just within the short time that we spent together how much we were able to accomplish just by looking at her birth chart, just by figuring out what lights her up, and in this case, what was inside her purse. What are those gifts and tools that are inside your purse? If you'd like to learn more about the Rising Star Project and you want to gain access to your astrological birth chart, I encourage you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica. Learn more at holisticfashionista.com. Thanks again for tuning in. My name is Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista. Have a great day.